Facebook in the midst of one controversy after another is preparing to talk about virtual reality at its Connect conference tomorrow. But what are we expecting and can it escape all the baggage that it's saddled with right now? I'm Roger Chang, this is your Daily Charge. Joining us to talk all things Facebook and Oculus is our VR guru, Scott Stein. Welcome, Scott. Hey, thanks, Roger. So Facebook's Connect conference kicks off tomorrow. What are you expecting to hear? Well, I mean, I think we're like we're a year past the Oculus Quest 2, um, which was Facebook's attempt to create this affordable VR for everyone. And at the same time, you've got all the stuff going on with Facebook everywhere. So like it's a combination of like what Facebook is trying to emphasize here, apart from everything else it's embroiled in, but also where it can build off its products. But I think like the 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 groundwork they laid out over the past year they've been talking metaverse and that's been very clearly broadcast and a lot of that has been multi-device or not just vr and i think that's also an admission that not everyone's going to be wearing a vr headset yeah and metaverse gets thrown around a lot for for our listeners just to give some additional context like what exactly is a metaverse or facebook's metaverse right we have this big there's a continual debate on like do each pe- does each group have their own metaverse or is there an overarching metaverse? Um, it's being co-opted uh, as branding, marketing for a lot of companies. Uh, this all came from Neil Stevenson's Snow Crash science fiction book in the early 90s. And it, it is now being used for a combination of social community, interconnecting framework for like how things connect beyond like a, a 2D web and how all these different devices like VR and AR will start like working with our laptops and phones and stuff. That's like a big glossy overview. But when you hear companies like Epic or um, Niantic, Facebook, NVIDIA, they're all kind of talking metaverse. That's a lot of what it's about. Got it. And, and you know, there's some rumors that Facebook might rebrand itself and it might tie itself more closely to the metaverse. What do you think? Are you expecting something out of the uh, the conference tomorrow? Well, I think if that happens, I would expect more of a alphabet type move where there are uh, you know th- there are more breakouts, which Facebook is is sort of indicated, uh, maybe breaking out those businesses more. Um, I I think like when a company is known, no, no matter how infamous it gets, if a company is known as Facebook, I don't see how you how you change that name or why you'd change the name. It's not gonna hide what Facebook is. And it also could lose, you know, of all their billions of people, it could also um, cause a disconnect for a lot of people using it for whatever. So I think that would be kind of nutty. And I think that what you'd expect instead would be that they create this overarching idea. They keep floating this horizon term around, which is, um, you know, originally was for their kind of cartoon-like world uh, you know, where people could connect, again, metaversy, but it's being used as a brand for a couple of other products. Earlier this year, Facebook demoed a workroom uh, app, which is a workplace meeting area, kind of like Zoom, but with, a, you know, kind of a cartoony 3D vibe for VR. That has the Horizon branding, so that might be part of it. And I think, like, a lot of this is, again, like, the glue to it all. Like, like what, you know, how can you put on a headset or use a laptop and have these all be intercompatible, and where does Facebook's software fit into that, if at all? Right, right. And, and talking about 
tomorrow and set our expectations for hardware. Like, are we expecting, you know, another version of the Oculus Quest? Or, like, what, what are you expecting to see from a hardware perspective from the Kinect conference? Well, you know, there's been increasing talk about this Oculus Quest Pro. When I spoke to Mark Zuckerberg earlier this year for CNET, uh, he he discussed it as as a as a real thing that he sees happening, and a lot of it would be about probably a play for sensors and like why would a Pro be be created? I think it's eye and face tracking. That is the technology that Facebook hasn't gotten into. There's all sorts of privacy questions there. But also, you sort of need to create a product to start start figuring out what those possibilities are. And eye tracking is really common in high-end VR headsets for business. So there have been leaks now showing what looked like a Quest Pro. It wouldn't surprise me, considering the, the Quest 2 is now a year old, um, that we'd see something on a future headset. But maybe if it's announced, it's at a price that's significantly higher and kind of splits the market a bit um, for Facebook. It may be part of like that business push that they're trying to do. Um, so I, I think that's the big thing. When it comes to AR glasses, it, it seems like they're just not there yet. You know, uh, the the Ray-Ban glasses the company made earlier this fall are really basic. You know, they're audio and they're they're um, camera based. They're doing this experimentation in in both the AI and field testing for AR glass sensors. But the combination of like the technology maybe not being there. And the privacy concerns, which are considerable, uh, even for Facebook, those look like they still need to be nailed down. So it may take a while for, I wouldn't expect anything on an AR glasses front immediately. And, you know, this is all happening amid tons of other things going on, right? There's Facebook's whistleblower, Francis Haugen, who testified before the UK Parliament earlier this week. We've got numerous stories coming out from the Facebook papers, which sort of document how the company has prioritized profits over safety and and sort of the well-being of its social networks. How do you think Facebook addresses these controversies tomorrow, or do or do they just ignore them completely? Well, I think you know likely, you know I, th- I think they'll be addressed, but I also think at the same time, this company has all these products that they're continuing. In the past, Facebook has had these connects um, uh, while embroiled in other situations, not as big as this, but, um, you know, where they just keep going with it. So I'd imagine it still feels pretty separate. Um, and, and that's kind of the thing that, that, that seems to keep happening with Facebook. And the reason I'm kind of pausing and thinking about it is like, when I look at Facebook's products previously, especially the Quest 2, um, I thought of it as a game console. And it's clearly striving for more. I think the challenge now is their products, which seemed a little more removed from the Facebook app, are now clearly going to be more intertwined. And so the more that happens, the more this becomes a real part of the story more than ever. And so that's a very good question. I just don't know. But, you know, if you're going to combine it with the rest of Facebook at large um, and the way Facebook is rolling out uh, things like ads in, in VR, we're working on that. Um, these are all really big questions that are on my mind too. Yeah, I, mean, I think one of those uh, one of those elements that caused me to have and caused folks to have pause about using these systems is because they're so deeply tied into Facebook. Like you need to have a Facebook account. Uh, it's all kind of linked together. I'm curious, you know, what your thoughts are on that, and, and also like what what else you're you know you're hoping to see from the conference tomorrow that 
you might not see that, you know, things you'd really want to additions or features that you think Facebook should be focusing on, but probably won't be. I think it would be great if um, it were more open, but I don't know what that would even necessarily mean because you kind of need, um, you need the phone OS landscape is going to be gated at the top to some degree by Apple and Google. Um, but I feel like, you know, when I think about this, I think about kids, you know, like the, the whole thing about when I wrote in the story, I don't want kids using VR, but at the same time, so many kids I know are using the Oculus Quest or parents are using it with their kids. It, I think it's kind of a kid device and Facebook keeps ducking this. I don't want more kids in VR and certainly kids in Facebook is already a, a really big issue. Teens in Facebook um, and Instagram. Um, but I do think if kids are in there, there need to be better privacy settings for um, for chats and for content. And and that just needs to be there as like guardrails now that people are using it. Um, so I, I, I would like to see more of that because I just know right now that's how it's being used in a lot of people's homes. That's a really good point. And there's obviously a big ongoing debate, you know, both here and abroad looking at, you know, how well companies like Facebook protect the safety of our children, especially on their platforms. A lot of the discussion has been on, obviously, the social network side. But you bring up a great point that, like, the, the VR side of things, that, that opens up a whole new front, a whole new worry for us to, to think about, right? Yeah. And, like, everything... So VR is a very solo experience still for me. Like, a lot of it is like, oh, I try out this game. I try out this experience. Maybe I bring in a few friends. As they go for massively social which includes possibly any number of ages, that's where you get into all of the questions. Like, what? when does this start feeling like Facebook again? What happens with, with content and moderation? And how do they control that stuff? Um, will they even try uh, in certain, certain areas? Um, will they be able to? Yeah, these become really big questions. They're already there in the gaming world too. Like we're already seeing that so much in online gaming and I think those are like the same issues that happen when more people use VR. Um, they already do exist out there because millions of people do use VR, but it could just start scaling upwards to a level that like you lead to like what social media is now. Um, and I think the, how do you how do you curb that? Where do you where do you sort of begin to discuss that? I think that's the big question at, at stake here. There's the AR glasses stuff, but that's like. Clearly broadcast is being a decade away, but it's going to creep there. And I think like there's a chance to kind of bring bring up these things now. Right. And lastly, more broadly speaking, the, the Quest headset did pretty well, sold pretty well during the pandemic. I, I'm curious how far along we are in the broader adoption curve of VR, or is it still just kind of a niche thing? Yeah, it's like it's weird because like the product keeps evolving too. Like it, it, it's like one of these things that like when we think about like a smartwatch and it's kind of like settled in or a phone settled in. Like even Facebook has like been very clear that like this isn't the final form yet. So, yeah. so that's the thing too is like we may still be looking at like beta, beta tech in a lot of ways. And I think that factors in because like we're, we're I think what it is now is has gotten more appeal because of the price and the games that it plays. But it kind of caps like it's more portable or whatever than the other one, but it's still big. And if they try to get that down to glasses size, like we've seen HTC has been playing with a new device that's more glasses size. These get these get in awkward spaces, too. But like 
if Facebook can really make something that's more portable or other people can that works with your phone, does that make it something more people want to get like headphones or is it still like you hit the Google Glass curve and then people just go, you know, hell no, I don't want that. Um, right. Yeah, I think I think that kind of remains to be seen. But yeah, I do think even with what it is now, you'll probably see like a bit of like a wall, a, a bit of a leveling off because, you know, we it's already like I can't get much more affordable than this. I think this is already clearly subsidized by Facebook and it's $300 is already very affordable for what it is compared to other companies. So like, I don't think you're going to get to like a hundred dollar headset and then like, so is this interesting for people? And if it's not like, what more does it need? I think as tech, it works really, really well, but it clearly can't do everything and I'm not going to use it for everything. And that's, you know, it, it doesn't blend with your other tech very well. Right. Well, lots to lots to see for tomorrow. Very interested to see how Facebook handles all these controversies going on. Uh, Scott, thank you for your time. You can check out our full Facebook Connect coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. So Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>